Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. Well, we're back. <laughs> it's so soon. I know. It feels like we were just here. Oh, I God. swear. Well, at least it's the daytime, so we're not drunk. I psh, Speak for yourself. Oh, cheers. <laughs> I'm driving a minivan. We're going to have a drink. <laughs> I'm what go kind pick of up. show is this? I know. This is horrible. Um, so are we just tweeting? Are you all caught up on your I'm Twitters? all caught up, caught up on Twitter. Too. There's so many rivalries going down. There's so much drama last night. Ooh. And I have a lot of tea. You have a lot of tea today? A lot today? of Twitter tea for everybody. So be prepared. Sweet. Calm down, people. I got you. <laughs> Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Breaking Down Survivor here at AfterBuzz TV. Um, last night's episode. I'm Ryan Allen Carrillo. Yes, and I'm Jerry Manthe. And let's just get right to the episode. Let's go. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Let me pull up my notes. Um, I think it was called Big Bad Wolf. Yes. Correct? Hashtag Big Bad Wolf. Yeah. Tyson. Uh, man. I can't. I know. So um, we start off the episode. Katie feels threatened. She feels Clearly. like she's next on the chopping block. Yes. Um, but then immediately they let you know that it's actually Laura M. Because um, they always have to narrow it down to two people. So we spend the entire episode going, which one's it going to be? Yeah, oh, my which one? oh, my God. <laughs> um, what an episode. Seriously, like a lot of heartfelt moments. It was. Of tender mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. I love it. I love the tender moments. You do? I do. I totally get into it. You're like, a sucker, huh? When the families come and visit, <laughs> which that should be weird thinking about later when the families come and visit because they're already there. Yeah, I don't wonder if they're going to do a family. Hmm. I doubt it. We'll see. Um, I guess we will see. <laughs> no, but I love all this stuff. Like when fam, I like to start just bawling, you know, because like when I see someone else get emotional, it makes me emotional because mm-hmm. I have none. Because you have none. I have none. <laughs> what family or what? emotions? Both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryan. I know. We need to talk afterwards. No, no one loves me. <laughs> Come sit on Jerry's couch. I know. <laughs> no, but it was cute. I loved it. I loved. Um, Sierra's interaction uh, with her mom, they clearly have a strong bond. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and you know Laura. I'm sure you know. Have you met Sierra before? I've never met Sierra. I love Laura. I've always loved her. You know, ever since the beginning of this season, I was like, Laura, go Laura. And I've been tweeting back and forth with her. Yeah, and me too. Trying she's to get she's a- tweeting me how much we're, we're going to all love her daughter. And I'm like, I think we already do love your daughter. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say this because I can't hold on till we get into it later. But I... I could never, ever vote for my mom. You couldn't? No. 
I think I could because I. I you just I, said you don't have any family. I know, but I, I, my mom, you're gone. No, but my sister is like in my life. I mean, her name is tattooed on me. I'm clearly I have, I have one person that loves me. Oh. Um, God. No, but if if you you obviously go into this with a strategy, so you know you go in with your partner saying, listen. One of us is going to win. We're clearly going to probably split the money or whatever it is. We're going to work together as a team to do this. So You think they're going to split the money? I, I would think that that would probably be a conversation ahead of time. I don't I, know. I wonder if the contracts are different this season because every time I've played, that's been part of the contract that you can never agree to split the money with anybody. Right. And if they find out, you don't I mean, get your money. I mean, of course. But I mean, how they're never going to say that. But I mean, like, they're going it together for one of them to win. Clearly. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah. one going to jury at the end to try to turn get jury votes is actually, you know, a great idea. I mean, that's why that showmances are such a threat, you know, in any of these sort of games where there is a jury, why you try to get the couples out before the end. If, like, that's, like, if there's any inkling of two people, like, having a showmance, they're always like, you guys need to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. This was an exception because everyone kind of was a showmance, whether they were romantically or family or whatever. So sending someone to jury to be your cheerleader when you're there, you know, hanging out at Ponderosa, drinking and having a good time is a good strategy, too. That was a very good point. When Laura brought that up at the end at Tribal Council, I was I'd never really thought of it that way. But I guess in a way that does make a lot of sense. Right. I just. I could never actually write my mom's name down, and I don't know why Sierra... Okay, here's the thing. I don't know why Sierra didn't approach Tyson and say, look, I can't write my mom's name down. I'm sure you understand that. I know you guys want to vote her out. I'm totally fine with it, but just please don't make me write my mom's name down because here's the thing. The fact that she actually wrote her mom's name down makes her look super untrustworthy. I don't know. I, I think to her tribe, it makes her look trustworthy because that's the way they wanted her to vote, and that's the way she voted. I mean, she had no choice. If you're going to stab your own mom in the back, she had no you're choice. probably going to you're not going to hesitate to stab anybody in the back. That's the way I saw it. Well, I think you well you would have already been gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd also say your I, beg your I would say that your vision of Survivor is completely different than hers. A because you played you know a hundred years ago, not a hundred years, oh. ago. but I mean you played you're one of the premier players and you've played many many times. So Survivor means something to you. You, like probably Laura, but you know Sierra's young. I mean, she doesn't know. You know, it's just a television show to her. She can compartmentalize. Hey, I'm here to win. I think I'm in a good spot. I think she thinks she's in a better spot than what she actually really is, which shows her age as well. But regardless, she doesn't view the game as you would. Do you know what I mean? I don't because clearly she loves her mom. Clearly, I mean they have a great relationship, so it has nothing to do with her like not voting out her mom. I totally agree. I know they have a great relationship. And it's very obvious how close they are. You know, the the moments when Laura started crying because she said she was actually proud of her daughter being able to separate the game and their relationship and doing what she knew she needed to do to win and how it was kind of her way of showing her mom that she had grown up and she could make her own decisions. I mean, that that moment really choked me up. But which is rare. (laughs) So let's just put yourself. Let's put you in the hot seat right now. So you are Sierra and you realistically think you have a good spot to move in the game, but your mom is holding you back. And, like, this is a million-dollar game, and you're at the end now. You've been there for however many days. What are you going to do? No, send me home? No, no, I would I would have the same conversation with my mom, but then I would also have that conversation with Tyson and my alliance and, and say, be, look... And you'd be gone. I mean, they... You see how no, no, Survivor... No, 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 hold on, hold on, because they were actually going to tell her to vote for someone else so she wouldn't have to write her mom's name down. Right. Like, they were already thinking... 
that was going to be part of the process for them. And at that point, I said, what a great idea. Because asking someone to write their mom's name down is pretty tragic. I thought that was a great idea, too. But when they didn't do that, and Tyson himself even said, look, oh, my gosh, you know, now we should have never told her. Because, you know, then then, uh, Sierra started uh, campaigning for Katie. I don't know. I, you know, that's the thing I can't really grasp either. Is that Tyson's ego kind of getting like, let's just test this out and see how it's going? Because it would would make no sense why he told her in the first place. Well, okay, Tyson's ego, let's just talk about that for a second, (laughs) was very apparent in this episode. I mean, from the very beginning of this episode, every single shot you saw of Tyson was him like walking in front of a pack with some food in his mouth. Right. Like his whole thing is like, I've never been hungry a day that I've been out here because he's always pilfering all the food. Right. And I just. How th- is that flying on the, in this tribe? I don't know. Especially when he's like, I mean, he, he talk about threat in the game. Right. Get him out. I want to know how everyone else out there, all you other players that were out there with Tyson, how you guys felt every time you saw Tyson eating something like let. Let us know on YouTube. Go to YouTube, comment, because I want to know. iTunes, whatever. Yeah. Is that what I said? Uh, YouTube and iTunes. <laughs> Any media platform you see iTunes. our face, tell us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's hot so, in here. I, it is hot in here. I'm taking off layers. Um, it's it's just, raining in California, which is rare. Ryan. We don't even know what to do. It's gorgeous, though. I almost stayed home. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I could just see me doing this by myself. Just <laughs> me and your favorite. I had to do a show by myself once. Yeah. It was not cute. Oh, really? Go ahead. Good God. So I want to know out there, you, you guys that played the game with Tyson, was there conversations occurring, or were there conversations that occurred that where you guys were talking about how much Tyson was eating? Like, was your food supply seriously a danger because of Tyson? Because it looks like it every episode. I mean, it's, I don't know. I it, mean, he literally is like always got food of, in his mouth. Get rid of the food. That's one thing too. But like the... uh his demeanor and like attitude is just that wouldn't work for me. But me neither. I, I don't know. Maybe you know you also keep people around like for you thinking to the end game right now to keep around that someone's not going to get uh, votes. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did allude next episode that Tyson is on the hot seat, which I think is really interesting, and I think it'd be a great move um, because he is so, so strategic right. and just kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just point That's that right. Out. I said it, Tyson. Um. So, Redemption Island. Yes. Okay, we get to see the two brothers again and Tina. Um, Not much lead up. It was just like, here we go. Yeah, it seems that way this season, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, oh, oh crap, there's Redemption Island. Right. There's no, like, okay, there's not enough time in the episodes. Redemption (laughs) Island takes a lot of time up of the show. It's this whole shenanigans in the middle, and then now we got to keep up with the storyline. Right. Three people who aren't even involved in... The story, basically, of the episode. Let's yeah. just show this real quick, and then let's go. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of an afterthought. Yeah. But, I mean, the last time we saw Vetus and Aris, they were arguing over the game. And, you know, Aris was like, uh, until I'm eating a cheeseburger, this game's not over. And the brother, you know, Vetus was all like, right. I'm going to lose. You're better Dang than it. me. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I hate being here. Uh, you know. Right. And then Tina shows up, um, who is seriously... She's a powerhouse when it comes to challenges. She is. She, I, that, and that's what I love about her so much. She does not give up. At all. She goes in there ready to win, period. Right. Um, and I thought for certain she was going to win. Yeah. But then... She had a pretty big lead. She was... It's funny how great she was at throwing the hook and way before the other guys. Yeah. Aris was a little way behind. 
Like, yeah, and Aris is usually the hook thrower in yeah. every challenge. Yeah, which, <laughs> which that's a good title. He's the hook thrower. <laughs> Aris knows how to hook things. Oh, interesting. Doesn't he live in Santa Monica? He does. Oh, right near to, your nightclub, I think. I'm going to have to head down over there. Hello? <laughs> Let him hook it up. That was bad. Um, so, yeah, uh, Tina looked like she was going to She had to eat early lead. Them away. Early the, lead. I love the maze thing with the handles. Have you played that before? No. No, I have not. I have at Denny's. You know, at Denny's, sometimes they have those things with the ball and you try to get, you know, <laughs> Do crazy. Do they still have those? I, some of them, yeah. In See, small towns. I won't touch those because they're usually covered in syrup. And right. I just can't, I can't. And I've got like a little bit of OCD. A yes, I can't. Ugh, anything sticky, I'm not putting my hands on. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Even Seth if I the made woman it, who lived on an island didn't shower for like months. <laughs> I think that's probably why I'm like that. Actually, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Again, she needs therapy. Oh, t- please! If you're out there and you can give me some pro bono, <laughs> I these two guys were on a beach. Therapy. On my show, I was just I was covered in feces and dirty water for 30 days. Just disgusting. Feces. Yeah, because all the water in Morocco was like polluted horribly and like we were just there was no showers no nice beach for us to go like clean Mm. off so we just kept going dirty 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 wow but i had wet wipes (laughs) well at least you didn't have the the fear of going out to do your business in the woods and you might accidentally dig up someone else's hole well (laughs) i have a horrifying story about aj and i can't even tell you and i'll tell you after the show oh my god please it's oh inappropriate ah damn it (laughs) <laughs> it had to do with a sandstorm and diarrhea. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'll tweet about it later. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> all right, so back to the back to the thing. All right, we're talking so about Tina Survivor. Tina got to the very end. She was about to drop the ball into the middle, and she at the last second it went uh, in the out. hole. Right. So and Vetus wins. Yes. And then he gives the hidden immunity clue to Katie, yes. who for the first time took it, keeps it. Yes. Thank God somebody finally kept that damn clue. Hallelujah. Now, here's my issue with this new clue. We don't know yet if that's the clue to the idol that Tyson found or if it's a a whole new idol. I swore Tyson found the one with, uh, remember they said the tree had like the bow? And this was a different kind of tree that she was at. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure. Right. Because Tyson, who you know, in his own ego, thinks that he's got the only clue or the only idol and that no one else could possibly get a clue for an idol. Right. Should know better. Because in Heroes and Villains, I swear to God, there were 50 million idols out there. Right. And, I mean, come on, Parvati had two. Yeah. So it's like... And thank God she did. Right. So, which that's a whole other story. It was actually (laughs) Russell's idol that he gave to Parvati. Anyway, um... So uh, to hear Tyson say, uh, she can't possibly find it because I've already got it. I was like, Tyson, like, were you not at Heroes and Villains? Right. Everyone's a little bit too comfortable. He is for sure. Who's not comfortable there? I feel like, you know, maybe Monica, who didn't say one word on this whole thing. And she won, you know, we'll get into that in a minute. But like, uh, like, like I swear Caleb is just like, this is just a picnic. He's like on the hammock. Like everyone is just so beyond chill. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a hard time understanding why all these women felt threatened this episode. All the women kept talking to each other like, oh, well, if we do this or that, blah, blah, blah. And I kept going, why don't you guys form some kind of alliance with the women? You're like letting the guys just like 
make the all the, the decisions and you're just following everyone else's lead. Like it's so – there. it feels like there's something that could have happened to save all the women. Right. I feel like they're all like super intimidated or something. Yeah, like, by no, what? I don't know. No one is trying to make any sort of moves and it's all just about let's try to get voted out, you know, sixth instead of seventh as yeah. opposed to like – I don't know, making it to the end. They're just letting everyone else run the show. I mean, because there's, I think Caleb is definitely a good candidate for the women to have gone to and said, you know, hey, because he was already friends with the women at some point, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it changes. But I mean, the thing is, you you got to at least try to like do something. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you can't just sit there. Well, especially when you're Monica. Katie's back into a corner. She's a great one to recruit to do anything. Yeah. Um, Laura M is also on the bottom too. So she will basically do everything. Sierra is a good cheerleader and everyone tends to like her apparently on the show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, I think it'd be easy to recruit at least somebody. Yeah. It didn't make any sense to me that everyone was just kind of like rolling over and playing dead and going, oh, well, if it isn't me, it's going to be you. Yeah, start throwing Tyson's name around and get someone else that like, you know, get someone else's ego getting a little bit crazy. Yeah. Caleb would be perfect for that. Yeah. Oh, Caleb, I think, would jump ship. Right. Because remember, second. his ego got a little bit crazy a little while ago, too. <laughs> yeah, when he made the power move. Yeah, when he move. made the power move. He thought he was in charge. And like, I think he feels uh, that he's not in charge, although he's super comfortable. But I think he would get off on, like, let's get Tyson out. That would be another big move for him to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then they didn't even try. would make him look good for the jury. Yeah, no try at all. What are you going to do? I don't don't know. I just kept thinking that. I was like, what's wrong with you women? Like, come on, move it. Let's do something. Also, Aris went home. We have to also mention that. Oh, yes. And uh, Aris loses. Yes. Bye-bye. Yeah. And there was a nice tender moment. I don't know if you got choked up or not. I didn't. Um, (laughs) He waved no hard feelings to anyone. Good sportsmanship. That was cool. Yes. Um, I thought it was interesting when Jeff asked him, so something about, do you think that all the water with your brother is under the bridge now or something like that? And they both looked at each other and clearly there was still some underlying tension between them. Right. But they were both very grateful for the time that they got to spend with each other. I'm sure. This would be a great experience. Because, you know, as you know, this continues when you're off the show, too. I mean, so, like, yeah. they will have, you know, this bond with other people when other people meet them and everything else. It only is going to help their relationship. Well, see, that's also my whole thing with Sierra and Laura. Sierra has to live with the fact that she voted for her mom to get voted off a survivor for the rest of her life. Yeah, but I mean, you know, she didn't vote for her mom to be in front of a firing squad, you know. I know. Well, she's not killed. It's just a game. I know. It's just a game while you're out there. But when you get home, things get very weird and very real. But I also think people would also see that their relationship is very real. So I think that they would have that as well. And also have mad respect that she even like had the, you know, courage, like even her mom, like she got respect from her mom. If you get the respect and the approval from your mom on TV, everyone else is going to give you approval too. Sarah, stay away from Jerry Manthe when you see her because she is going to read, read, read. I'll be doing tequila. (laughs) Well, I'd like to know what you guys out there think as far as, uh, could you ever vote for your mom if you were on Survivor with her? Twice. And a firing squad. Oh my God. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I would work it out somehow. Um, let's see. So, uh, so then let me ask you this. So you couldn't work it out. So you're, you go tell them all and they're like, no, your mom is going. It's the end of the end of the day. And if you don't vote with us, then you're out next. But I don't think they would have said that. I'm giving you the situation. 
Um, because that is the the tension and what is going on on these shows now is yeah, that you have to you have to vote with what the majority is. That is what's happening. But that that's not what happened. They weren't even going to ask her to vote but for her mom. But they did. So I'm saying now. But they your... they never actually asked her to vote for her mom. They and said, they they were going to set it up so she didn't have to. So then you just write. I mean, it also shows to everybody else that you're on board with them. And it also shows everybody else you're willing to stab your own mother in the back. So you better look out because. No I'm coming next for you. you. No, I mean, even Tyson got freaked out, okay? I can't. <laughs> so bright. In Ryan's here. hungover. Um, so uh, Tyson even got freaked out when Sierra, I can't take you seriously right now, uh, <laughs> went to Katie and got her to show her cards about not finding the idol, which I thought I, was brilliant. That was amazing. That's Bless what, Katie for not being able to like just like tell a good lie. I know. And I thought for a moment, I'm like, oh my God, Sierra is hardcore, man. Yeah, this, that was awesome. She votes for her mom, and then she outright tells a lie to get someone to show their cards. And like I said, Tyson at the end was like, Sierra's playing this game, too. Oh, my gosh. I'm not the only one playing the game. I hate it when people pull that <laughs> yeah, card. But so dumb. It really, I think uh, Sierra really showed her toughness. Yeah. To the point where it might be a detriment well because i think you know everyone looks at sierra like this cute little fun girl that everyone gets along with that they're probably thinking is not doing any sort of strategic thing at all i never thought she was right and they probably don't think that she's talking to her mom about anything other than just you know having a good time because they don't see laura strategizing at all so i'm sure they don't think the two of them together are so i don't know i i think you could take that either as a negative or a positive what her gameplay? At least, yeah, because, I mean, she's not doing, like, crazy, crazy moves. But, you know, she's supporting her alliance, and she's getting information out, and she's telling everybody what's going on, and she's being very forthcoming to them. So I think they feel her honesty with within her own alliance. We'll um, see what, how it plays out. I'm really curious. But it. But I love that. She's like, no, I have the idol. And Katie was like, shut up, like, in two how seconds. How did you find it? Oh, my God. You stole my idol. <laughs> Yeah, that was a pretty funny moment. That was actually. awesome. Poor Katie. Bless her. I know. Uh, you know, I hope that somebody still, well, Katie, I hope she keeps looking for that idol because she's going to need it. I think she's probably, her and Monica, one of them is the next Well, she's to go. not going to look for it if she thinks that someone has it. Hmm. Do you think she really believed that, though? I mean, yeah. Good God. Come on, Katie, keep looking for the idol. Get out there. <laughs> Um, let's see. I wrote so many notes last night. It was such a great episode. I thought oh, it was, was anyway. What about the hashtag Big Bad Wolf? <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to throw up. I just can't. I was like, I kept trying to go, okay, the Big Bad Wolf blew everyone's house down. How does that apply? <laughs> Can you figure it out? I don't really know because, you know, wolf is also a gay term. Is it? <laughs> yeah, you know, bears, twinks, wolves, otters. I'll fill you in later. I, I know about bears. That's where I draw the line. Yeah, well, no, that's the last I heard. I didn't know you guys were adding on new animals. <laughs> yes, we'll do, we'll do the gay after show after this. Um, no, I don't know. He's just out of control. But yeah. I do live that Survivor does the hashtags on Twitter because, you know, I love Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so I love that they like have those moments. It's funny to me. Yeah. I think uh, my favorite quote of this episode was from Laura M. where she said that the the strength of her relationship with her daughter I'm kind of so paraphrasing here is worth more than a million dollars yes that got me 
I, I totally bawled. Were you just bawling in the thing and then tweeting like crazy? I was reading some of your tweets. I'm like, oh, she's having a breakdown right now. What's no, going I on here? No, I didn't tweet that much. You were tweeting Laura. Oh, yes. I was tweeting Laura. Yeah. Because uh, I, I love emotional. Laura. Uh, let's see. Okay, so we go into the immunity challenge. Yes. Which is also a reward challenge for more food. Yes. Lots of food. Hamburgers, hot dog, french fries. Yeah. Yeah, stuff that's totally going to tear your insides out. Yeah, and make you... So nauseous afterwards, especially with how fast you eat it, because you just are starving at the moment. So we recognize this challenge from, I don't know what season it was, but I remember this challenge. It's been on a few, for sure. And I I look over at my husband, and I'm like, Monica's got this one in the bag. Yeah. And he's like, why would you say that? That, There's something about small, lightweight women, they always win that challenge. And she just goes in the zone. Like, you notice everyone else. Um, so basically, basically, the challenge was on the platform. It lean, You have to lean back over the ocean, and then you grab a knot, bright green. And then you keep <laughs> going back to different knots, and then you fall into the water. The last one standing wins. Yeah. Um, the toughest one falls first. Hayden. Of course. Of course. It's always the heavily masked He barely, dudes. I mean, in two seconds, he was done. Dudes I are would bad. Be, I would be done. I'm 6'5". I mean, I'd be holding the rope down here. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like body mass really is uh, a downsize or a, a what, what's the word? Detriment. A detriment. Thank you. In that kind of challenge. It is. And I knew Hayden was going to go first. Right. And just watching the guys struggle, you know. And one after the other. I, I knew Monica was going to win. Do you I think knew. Laura M. threw that one too? No. I think she really wanted to win. You could see in her face she was struggling to, to hold on. Right. Because she knew, you know, she needed it more than anybody. To me, it didn't look like she was struggling that much. So mm-hmm. that's why I thought that she uh, maybe threw it. Well, you, it, editing, you know, they can't show the whole challenge. It's right. Almost impossible. Monica had a full face, though, of concentration. Yeah. And I always said anything that has to do with pain, women are going to do way better at. They always do. Please. Endurance and sexist. pain. Sexist. Do you hear these sexist <laughs> remarks on AfterBuzz TV? It's facts. Go back and look at it. It's always the women that endure the pain because we do. We endure a lot of pain in our lifetime. Please. And women who've given birth, oh my God, they can go through. They can hold on to anything. Well, not in my case, but <laughs> poor men that have to deal with women. Jesus. <laughs> I always say I feel so sorry for straight guys. Hey, I do too. Bless them. Honestly. Well, I don't know about all of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, Monica wins. She does. And, and here's, then here's the next thing. Yeah, here's where I got a big problem. Um, not only does she not want to take anyone with her, but she basically says, I'm going to give it up to everyone else. Okay, Monica, what's the story? Um, I'm, I'm a little worried that you might be anorexic at this point because uh, <laughs> you're really, really skinny. And now you are turning down food on Survivor. And I don't get it. I really I think, don't. I think she was so happy just to win um, because, you know, they didn't show her hardly at all this episode, period. But, however, the last episode with her crazy moments of her, you know. Over-strategizing yeah, over-strategizing and, and just being, like, crazy. You know, is, she had to have felt more relieved having that around her neck than having any hamburger at any moment in time. And so, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, but still. Also, I also agree with Caleb, too, where she's like, you know, she's a mom first. I think she is that person. I don't think she's this crazy, mean person. You know, she just has a mean husband. Um, I think she's anorexic. You do? I do. Uh, in real Be- life, she doesn't look like it. This is Survivor. She doesn't look like that. She's pretty thin. People are, are, natu- people are naturally thin, people. <laughs> naturally thin. I don't know. I'm worried about her. She's fine. So I was just like... I, I, that's not really, I don't think it's a good strategic 
idea to give something that freely because nobody wants to sit next to someone at the end knowing that at some point they gave selflessly to everyone else. I don't think it even makes a difference because I think generally the tribe does not like Monica at all. I think they, they think, think that she's annoying. Um, I think that they, I think they think she's in real life. I think they think that she's a nice person, which I'm sure she is. But I think in this game, her over strategizing her, the way she talks to people, I think is a, a big turnoff. So I think everyone just deals with her sort of like the Laura B kind of thing with Monica. Hmm. So I think that like, Monica's around. They don't think she's going to win any sort of jury votes from anybody, regardless that she's won twice, regardless of the selfless thing. Because I think that people just don't like her, so they feel comfortable with her there because no one's going to vote for her. Well, there's another point. If she knows that nobody likes her, I would have been like, not only am I not going to... That's the thing. I wouldn't share this with anybody. I'm going to eat it all by myself. That's the thing. She's very naive to the fact that she was even at the bottom, you know, <gasps> the last true. time. She's is yeah. completely oblivious until Tina, like, you know, called her out on it. Which, that was such a great call out by Tina. It was weird that there was no uh, storyline no with that. Up. Right, because yeah. you know, because I thought for sure when they went back to tribal, she was going to be all panicked and, like... But they didn't show anything about that. And I really wanted to see, because, you know, I love the freakouts. You know I, mean? <laughs> I love awkward moments on TV. I love, which is why I love What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Oh, uh, I love that show, too. Yeah. I so I live for that Cohen. show. So I thought I was disappointed they didn't. Sh- I mean, I know there's a lot to put in the episode, but I wanted to see what Monica was going on with Monica. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. Do because you know I mean? if After you knew po- you were at the bottom, why would you wouldn't give anything to anybody? You'd be winner, like, million dollar winner, you know, survivor fave, Tina. Um, calls you out at jury in front of everyone for a while, and it's a full read, and then there's just no follow-up. It's like sex with no orgasm. (laughs) Do you know what that's like, Ryan? No, I'm a man. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. It's getting hot and hotter in here. I'm taking off more layers. Woo, Ryan. I'm like Tyson. (laughs) <laughs> what he did, he took off his shirt and he's like, oh, this is for all the ladies. Yeah, here you go, ladies. You're welcome. I can't. Yeah. Should we go into some of my Twitter now? Um, yeah, oh. sure. Why not? All right. Twitter was a buzz last night and there's a lot of controversy between some of these players. Oh, like people who are actually playing the game? Yeah, people playing the game. Okay. I, I was mainly getting them because there was so much heated debate between everybody. But, you know, Steve Hahn, friend of the show, uh, tweeted Tina and said, um, Tina said, shoot. But they blurred her mouth anyways. Ha ha. And I was tagged. How does he know she said shoot? I Because I just don't think she swears or whatever. I think she would. Well, of course. But <laughs> Tina, Tina replied. And she said, uh, I actually said Sheena Easton, which is when I say when I want to cuss. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she did at Survivor. And there is no at Survivor. But bless her for trying to learn Twitter. Yeah. I love her. Welcome to Twitter, Tina. Um, <laughs> so... John Cochran tweeted, if I were on Survivor with my mom, I would demand that all my interviews be filmed with me sitting on her lap. Know your roots. <laughs> I live. Sucking on her breast. <laughs> uh, June Song, Big Brother winner, says, I'm trying to watch last night's Survivor, but Sierra's talking slash crying is so distracting. Not a fan, apparently. Was she crying? She yeah, seemed pretty ruthless last night. No, Sierra was crying when she was talking about her mom. Like, oh, in the beginning, right. During yeah, the okay. whole tear fest. The problem I had, and this could have been editing, I don't know, but where at Tribal Council, Laura was trying to defend herself, and they showed Sierra rolling her eyes like she was right. annoyed with her mom. Right. 
Not cool. Yeah. That's your mom, Sierra. Well, I don't think that was real either. Mm. You know I want, tell me. It was a real, Sierra. I want to know. It wasn't real. <laughs> Tweet me. <laughs> it wasn't real. Um, can't. Uh, someone uh, tweeted out Dalton uh, Ross at Candace Cody, MD. Why do I have a feeling this season's pre-jury Survivor contestants, Rupert, Candace, Brad, will be allowed on stage this year during the reunion? <laughs> <laughs> last year they were not. I'm sure they will. Very controversial last year. Because you know why Rupert year. came back was to boost ratings. <laughs> uh, 2K Tweak uh, said, Laura M. is so stupid telling everyone at Tribal Council that she will lobby hard for Sierra on the jury. Well, I don't know. I thought that was a pretty smart thing to say. But I'm saying I think he thinks then they're like, well, well, let's get rid of Sierra. If she's going to be lobbying for, we got to get rid of her. Make sure she doesn't make the final three. Oh right. So there is that part of it too. Man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That I, it's like a pebble in a pond. In I agree. You maybe don't want to reveal that. I mean, it was smart to think that, but for her to say that, that I. I would definitely think that too. Like, well, she can. Uh, Laura's back, you know, buying everybody cocktails and maybe even secretly saying, you know, we'll throw in ten grand if you vote for my daughter because that kind of stuff happens, and you know what happens. Throw in ten grand. Yeah, I'll pay you ten grand if m- my daughter wins. There this, better not be that kind of that, corrupt of course, crap going of on. Of course, that kind of stuff happens. I've never that's seen why, it. That's why they always say, "Well, because you weren't ever read it." Where Showman's made it to the end, which is why you know Showman's on Big Brother, all that sort of thing. You don't want someone makes it in with your showman's on the jury because that person is your cheerleader the whole time. So that is the major downside to having you know a family member on the jury. Wow. And you make it to final three. I'd yeah. be like, Sierra's got to go. Laura M is buying everybody drinks, getting crazy, topless. They're free. Yeah. <laughs> They're free. <laughs> uh, this was funny. This is from Vetus to Laura. Laura got voted out wearing Tyson's jeans. He promised her she wasn't going, and she said, prove it by letting me wear your jeans to tribal. What? I know. And then Laura said, Laura said, uh, that jerk, laugh out loud, I still have those nappy things. Uh, How funny is that? <laughs> I love that. They should have showed that. That would have been really funny. Why didn't you guys show that on the show? I would have loved to have seen that. So this is when this stuff starts to get crazy. So Russell tweeted last night. Oh, God. Uh, That's what she did to me. One bitter girl right there. And then Laura in all caps. Get over yourself. Nothing to do with you. Hashtag obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> Obsessed with yourself. Uh, Laura M. also tweeted, Monica Culpepper, that's a great example of how generous that woman is. So I think in real life, everybody likes her. But I think they just annoyed with her at the thing. But I don't think Laura M. is annoyed with anybody. She's pretty She's chill. pretty laid back, yeah. So, then there's some Hayden Moss, Colton shenanigans going on. So Ooh. I see Hayden uh, tweeted, Colton, glad to know you can sit behind your keyboard and talk shit. I guarantee you won't run your mouth at the finale. Hashtag bully. Oh. And then I went to go see what the comments were, and they're, none of them are there. So I oh, think so Colton, Colton took all of his stuff off? Right, because then Laura M. tweeted, Colton and Hayden tagging both of them. Seriously, stop. We are a family. We build up, not tear down. Aww. Wow, then, it's all off of Twitter? And then, yeah, this is all on Twitter. And then Russell was getting crazy on Colton, too. And it says, uh, Colton, Hayden, we will see you again, Colton. You're a brave little bitch. Keep running your face. And then someone replied, he's a despicable person. Colton is a piece of S. Hmm. A lot of shenanigans going on. And that was just a few of them. But yeah, things were getting crazy last night. Twitter is so bizarre to me still, even though I engage in it occasionally. Okay, you're a Twitter junkie. No, I'm not a junkie. You tweet a lot. I Yeah, I you know, I like to uh, 
I like to have the opportunity to directly contact with people who have comments or questions for me. Right. I like that part. It's fun. But, it but just, there's, a, there's, of course, there's a bad side to everything, too. I yeah. mean, people just say horrible things all the time. And it's just like what he said. People sit behind the, the keyboard and type whatever they want. Yeah, but that's but the, I also, the pot calling the kettle black right but there. But I'd also say this. How many times have you tech, got a text from somebody or an email and you're like, am I getting yelled at right now? Because <laughs> it's very hard to tell. Um, Tone. Tone, exactly. Mm -hmm. Because I say ridiculous stuff on Twitter all the time, but I'm just being ridiculous. Like, I'll just be like, yeah, kill her, or just whatever. I just, I just say whatever's on my mind because I think I'm funny. No one else does. Um, you should hashtag being ridiculous. I do all the time. <laughs> like, I just say crazy things. Like, you know, I yell at the Pope and everything else <laughs> just for fun. So I think there's that part of it too. And it's hard to tell tone, but like, I think it's very easy if someone gets offended, you just say, oh, I'm, I'm just kidding, bro. Relax. <laughs> you know what I mean? But whatever. I mean, yeah, I've had to, I've had to do that a couple of times. Oh, she's losing her voice, people. <laughs> totally, I'm getting the so upset. The wicked witch. <clears throat> Don't make me go into my cackle. All right, so we are now at tribal. <sighs> yeah, and I mean, I feel like we've already talked about all of this. I mean, seriously, it was just like a back and forth between Katie and Laura, and <clears throat> I thought a lot of the arguments that Laura made were very valid, um, and it was the first time I ever really thought about the loved one going to the jury and and you know, campaigning for votes. Right. Well, even, you know, when Colton was on our show, he said their plan was for the two of them to try to make it at least to tribal. And he already knew. To jury. To jury, sorry. And uh, Colton said he knew he was never going to win at all. So that was never his plan to win. He wasn't going to win. He was going to help Caleb win. So he knew Caleb would charm everybody and they would like everything. And then he would get voted off and he would get the jury all to vote for Caleb. Yeah, well, if he had kept his mouth shut, he probably could have made it that far. Or wait, if you didn't quit, Colton, you might have made it that far. Let's just say it. Well, Caleb is, you know, I guess doing all right on his own right now. He's doing great. Right. He's doing great, but, you know, everyone could use some help when it comes to the jury. personalities from these people, though? Like, you're on Survivor. You you know, you have to go with your sound bites prepared, your funny little lines. I mean, he is a gay man, after all. We need, like, some little sound bites from somebody. (laughs) That's why I miss Johnny Cochran and his shenanigans. He's not on fire. He's not like out there flaming. He's a pretty subdued. You don't have to be flaming to be, you know, (laughs) entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Uh, This is a television show. You're supposed to entertain me. (laughs) Well, I think that's part of what people miss about this. Because you do get so wrapped up in the game and and wanting to play a good game that I know for me, the last time I was on there, I wasn't on there to be entertaining. I was there to win a million bucks. Correct. And so, you know, you kind of get shuffled under the rug a little bit you don't get as much airtime. but you know and this i've gotten into uh debates on twitter about this too where people are like right now everybody's voting for <clears throat> survivor hall of fame please vote for me you guys i guess i'm doing really well i might actually make the survivor hall of fame wow uh, so how do you vote um you just go to survive why do you tell me these things uh, I, I could send it out to all my people more people follow me you, than you i i, I know <laughs> <laughs> I just assume you know everything that's going on on Twitter. No. But yeah, there's a Survivor Hall of Fame going on right now. And, um, well, why don't you tweet it after the show? Okay. And then um, we'll all send it out to everybody. Okay, yeah, vote for me, you guys. Who um, else is up in the running? I, it's What it is is uh, like Jeff Probst and John Kerhoffer and other people that are integral parts and of, the, of, the show. of the show. They submit, I think, three names each to who they think should be in the Survivor Hall of Fame. And then there's a popular side of the Hall of Fame, which is based solely on you guys out there, your votes. 
And it's a pretty big deal. It could in some ways affect who goes on Survivor again in the future. That's how big it's turning into. Yeah. So I've had people contacting me and, you know, some guys said, I'm much more the kind of person who's going to vote for someone because of their strategic gameplay. And I got into this whole debate about how a lot of people who are very strategic and very good at playing the game don't get the airtime and don't get the attention and you don't get to see their strategic gameplay because they're not being entertaining or giving the sound bites or any of that. But at the end of the day, for the television show to succeed with ratings, is it has to have that. With of course. The, you need a combination of the two. Right. But there needs to be some sort of... That's why when there's major drama on the show, unfortunately, the world we live in, those ones, that gets the most ratings. The most, yeah. You know what I mean? For Big Brother this year, all the racist comments and all the horrible things they said helped their ratings tremendously. They had great ratings this year. Yeah. So it's just, that's just the world we live in now. And I totally understand that. I still, but don't you also think, I mean, you're I've an given actress. my fair share of sound bites. I think you my have. biggest one you from have. Heroes and Villains was how I wanted to punch poverty in the you face have. and how she's a virus. That girl's like a virus. But that was also pre, <laughs> that was also pre-internet. So like a lot of these, new, you need to, Heroes ex, and Villains was a pre-internet. Expand your new horizons because look, you're an actress. Heroes and Villains was not you're pre-internet. An, you're an actress, a celebrity <laughs> chef and a host and going on Survivor Game would only help your brand even more. And you know this. And so you, you Use that, like everything else, as an opportunity to bring new fans in, to start the conversation. You're saying that like I haven't done that. I'm just saying it's another time you could do it again. Well, I would... And I would love to do Survivor sound, again. entertaining sound bites <laughs> help you get more fans. I totally agree. Believe me, I know exactly how it works. So don't try to come in here and be like, oh, I'm just going to play for the game and strategize and sit in the corner and look for the idol. Shut up! No, seriously, that's the last time I played. That's what I did. Honestly. You wouldn't play that way again, though. I don't know You'd be talking about your your recipes. (laughs) You'd be be (laughs) making a rice stew. Hey, you know what? What Why don't you make a cookbook? Everybody keeps saying that. Here's the thing. If you go on... uh, you know what? I'm going to Twitter it out to you people. There's you... one clip that I swear to God I have used to get chef jobs. And it is Parvati saying, give Jerry a cast iron pot and a fire and she can make it. Indian feast. <laughs> something, the woman who you like just that. said you just read for filth two seconds ago gives you the sound bites to get you jobs. No, I just, what I said on the show about her, yeah, there was a lot of stuff I said. Cause, yeah, But Lord I voted knows. for her to win a million dollars. Yeah, so all is forgiven. Respect, man. Seriously. This is what you should do. You should make a Survivor cookbook with other Survivor alums and all have their recipes put in. But it's mainly, you know, it's all about you and, you know, a little money on the side. Yeah. Any publishers listening, you know, Jerry Manthe has a book coming out called Survivor's Cooking Tips. And <laughs> she is looking for a publisher. Survivor cookbook. I couldn't use the word Survivor because it's copyrighted. But I c- I'll figure something out. Because you know, I'll tell you something right now. The one thing we did out there more than anything was talk about food. And of course. the recipes that, I mean, I actually came up with a really good recipe while I was there for pulled pork butt. (laughs) This show is very boring today. (laughs) We're talking about pulled pork butt. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, So just to throw out a couple of other uh, little things. Reality Rally is coming up again, you guys. Get out there. Donate your money. Get involved. Get a team together. Come out and race. Let's just also point out who to donate your money to. Donate under Jerry's name and my name. (laughs) 
because we are both going. Justin is not, you know, a reality star. Yes. So he can come, come as a guest. Right. Um, also, my survivor party is uh, Saturday, December 14th at my bar, 3110 Lounge in Santa Monica. Jerry won't be there because she never goes to anything I do. That's, but, well, um, I'm at a charity golf tournament that weekend. But it's hosted raising by... Raising money for the fallen okay, warriors. Okay, I'm raising, I'm raising money for <laughs> the fallen me. Uh, <laughs> Hayden and Kat are going to be uh, hosting with me, as well as Aris and Vetus. <gasps> yeah. That sounds like a great time. It is. Uh, well, it's been a pleasure. We're yes. getting asked to wrap. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for joining in uh, on this After Buzz TV thing we do every week for Survivor. Um, we have a blast. Yes, we do. You know, where can everybody find you, Ryan? Ryan A. Carrillo. Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you this. Remember I said last time, Snapchat me your titties? Oh, no, no, no. I was no. getting Snapchats of titties all day. So keep them coming. Snapchat. <sighs> Ryan A. Carrillo. C-A-R-R-I-L-L-O. Also it, on Twitter and Instagram. I was screaming when I opened you it You know, the Snapchat thing is disturbing. It's amazing. It doesn't go away, people. It's on the internet forever. Just remember no, that. No, it's not. It disappears. You can find me at Jerry Manthe on Twitter or just go to JerryManthe.com and look up all kinds of things, Jerry. And I will be performing this Sunday with Philip Shepard with Second City's show TMI Hollywood at Second City Theater on Hollywood Boulevard, 6560 Hollywood Boulevard. Tickets are five bucks. What are you going to do? Go. <laughs> come, come see the drama that is Philip Shepard. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> Have a good one, you guys. Get on YouTube, give us your comments and uh, your love. Peace out. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.